Okay, so today, friends, we are reading a story called The Easter Egg, and it is written by Jan Brett and illustrated by her as well. And wow, these illustrations are exquisite, exquisite. That means they're very beautiful and delicate looking, and they really are. And this story is read today by Mommy and... And we just skipped a name. You're skipping, oh, sorry, yes, we can. And it's just a story, not read by anyone at all. Right? Okay. But we should give our patrons shout out, right? We should say... This shout out is for Xavier and his mom. Can you say, what's up, Xavier? What's up, Xavier? We think you're awesome. We think you're awesome. Thanks for supporting us. Because if you didn't know, friends, patrons do support their artists, the people that they like. And we love patrons because that helps us go buy more books <laughs> and then we can do more stories. And if you would like to join um, and support us, you can go to Patreon slash Storytime with Philip and Mommy and join. And we have different tiers so you can kind of do whatever you want to do and help us keep the stories coming. So without any further ado, on to our story, The Easter Egg. Cheer up! Cheer up! Spring is here! Time to start my first ever Easter egg, Hoppy said. Each year, the bunny who decorated the winning egg got to help the Easter rabbit hide the eggs on Easter morning. And in the picture, do you know who was saying, cheer up, cheer up, spring is here? It, uh, it's a bird. Do you know what kind of bird this is? Well, robin. a robin. Very good. It's a robin redbreast because his tummy, all of his chest is red. Okay. Hoppy had been dreaming about being that bunny all year long. Now. It was time to get started. Everywhere Hoppy looked, rabbits were working on dazzling eggs. I need an amazing idea, he thought. Hoppy spotted Flora Bunny planting spring wildflowers in her eggs. The Easter rabbit will love those colorful flowers, he thought, and started picking flowers for his egg. Here's a basket for your flowers, Hoppy, Flora said. Chop, chop, scrape, scrape. Hoppy spied Buster Birch carving a magnificent wooden egg. I wish I had some wood for my egg, he wished out loud. Here you go, Hoppy. Buster Birch said, and he put a smooth, round piece of wood in Hoppy's basket. Thank you, Buster, Hoppy said, 
And in the picture, we can see what a carved egg looks like. It's beautiful, isn't it? I think so. Hoppy was hopping along when the smell of sweetness led him out of the woods and straight to the chocolate egg that Aunt Sassafras was decorating with creamy frosting squiggles and bows. Hello, Hoppy, she said as she put some chocolate squares in his basket. Hippity hop, Hoppy exclaimed. I'll make the Easter rabbit a chocolate egg so sweet, it'll make his whiskers tingle. Well, I don't know. I'm looking here, and I would say that maybe Aunt Sassafras has the chocolate egg on lockdown because her egg looks amazing, doesn't it? It's made out of chocolate, and she's put beautiful sugared flowers on it, and then it looks like some marshmallow chicks are inside of it. Yum city. Then Hoppy saw Granny Irene decorating one of her fabulous story eggs. First, she traced a design on the egg with a special tool. Then she dipped the egg in pots of yellow and green, orange and red dye, adding to the design each time. Hoppy couldn't believe his eyes. I'll never make an egg that beautiful, he told Granny Irene. She smiled. Try, she said, giving him one of her special tools. And in the picture, we can see what it looks like if you try dyeing the egg in specific ways. Isn't that beautiful? It's a very fancy-looking egg with lots of different colors on it. Hoppy was hopping by Hans von der Rabbit's garden when he spotted an extraordinary egg. Hans was painting a portrait of the Easter rabbit, so real that he looked alive. Fantastic! Hoppy exclaimed. Thank you, Hoppy, Hans said. Why don't you make a painting on your egg? He gave Hoppy pots of paint and a fine brush so then he can paint it. And you can see in the picture some of the other bunnies are painting their eggs too. And they are really pretty, aren't they? As Hoppy bounced along, a loud boing nearly knocked him off his feet. It was whirling, twirling, mechanical egg. Whoa, Hoppy said. That's an unusual egg. Would you like to make one? Roberto asked. Hoppy tried hard, but the harder he tried, the more parts and pieces piled up around him. Thank you, Roberto, he sighed. But I think I better make the egg that, that is right for me. And I would say that is a very fantastic looking robotic egg. 
It looks like a robot egg, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it looked a little... It looks pretty scary to me. Really? Because of the wheels? Or... It looks alive. Hmm. It does kind of look interesting. But I think Roberto might be a mechanic, a manic, like a robotic engineer. And I think that he made it out of gears. So I don't think it, it is alive. And um, I think we're safe. But let's, let's look at a different page. Let's turn the page. Hoppy hopped back to the woods and laid down under a tall tree to think. Making a beautiful egg is harder than I imagined, he thought. I guess I don't have to win. I just want to make an egg I'm proud of. Suddenly, the woods rang with the squawking of birds sounding an alarm. Mother Robin swooped down, calling wildly as if she couldn't decide where to go. An egg had tumbled out of Mother Robin's nest. Inside the perfect blue egg was a baby robin that needed its mother to keep it warm until it hatched. Hoppy knew what he had to do. He sat down carefully and covered the blue egg with his soft, warm fur. I'll take care of you as best I can. He whispered. Relieved, Mother Robin chirped and settled down on her other two eggs. Oh, because she can't, she doesn't have feet like, hands like we do to pick up her egg. It's on the ground and she can't pick it back up. Hoppy never left the Robin's egg. If it was sunny and warm, he carefully turned the egg in its nest of moss. If it was rainy and cold, he kept the egg covered and dry. At night, wild animals passed by. Hoppy crouched down and stayed hidden in the ferns. Often he heard strange noises coming from above, but Hoppy didn't run away. Every day, the eggs, the rabbits worked on their eggs. Tadpoles turned into frogs. Buds swelled into leaves, and Easter came closer and closer. Finally, it was time for the rabbits to take their eggs to the glen. They had forgotten all about Hoppy, who was quietly sitting on the blue egg under the tall tree in the woods. Early the next morning, the rabbits waited for the Easter rabbit, when suddenly a beautiful wagon rolled toward them out of the mist and stopped. The Easter bunny stepped down from the wagon and admired the decorated eggs one by one. You have brought me the most beautiful eggs in the world, but a very special one is not here, he told them. The rabbits were puzzled. Whose egg could it be? Who do you think it was? Yeah, 
I think it is. Fill my wagon with your wonderful eggs, he said. When I return, I will show it to you. And he disappeared into the woods. He came back with Hoppy, looking scruffy and bedraggled. Hoppy has an amazing egg to be proud of, the Easter rabbit told them. He has kept Mother Robin's egg warm and safe until her baby bird hatched and she could take care of it. The Easter rabbit placed the empty blue shell in the place of honor atop the wagon. Now they were ready to go. The rabbits cheered for the egg that had surprised them all. It's our best Easter ever, Hoppy, they shouted. Then the brave little bunny and the Easter rabbit rode off together to hide the eggs for girls and boys to find on Easter morning. The, the end. What a great ending. We'll have to take a look at some of these beautiful pieces of art in these eggs. And friends, I'll post the pictures on my Instagram so you guys can see them. What was that? Yeah, it is shaped like an egg. There's a lot of shaped eggs in this book, so I'll put them all up so you guys can see them. And that's the end.